Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Hello and welcome along to episode 22 of Life's Essentials with Prem Rawat. This episode is called The Marmite of Life. It's not sponsored by Marmite, sadly. Prem Rawat is in Australia talking to local journalist Wendy Hughes about the Marmite of life, sleeping on blocks of ice and growing up as a child in India. For more information as ever, head over to premrawat.com. In the meantime, enjoy the episode. I guess there's so many questions. I've looked at some of the videos online and um, and followed some of the travels that you've been doing and and it's incredible all the places that you've been obviously and and what you've been doing for such a long time. I guess I wanted to ask you um, what is um, different in Australia to the other places that you visit? Well, besides the nature and the sense of nature you get, Mm. uh, Australia has been in in isolation in a way. But uh, the people are still people and they have the same needs and they have the same desires as anyone around the world. There are the basics. We need food, we need air, we need water, we need warmth, and we need love and we need to understand how to communicate with each other and so on and so forth. So in that sense, one can try to you know, split hair, but really around the world, we're all, we're all the same. And sometimes we have to celebrate our differences and sometimes we should celebrate our similarities. If there was a peace scale, how would Australia sit on a level of peace? Because I know you've been to some pretty (laughs) tough countries. Yes. Uh, I find Australians, the the attitude, uh, easygoing. And they like to go easy (laughs) as much as possible. Uh, And that... That to me is, uh, it, it, it enamors you towards peace, mm. you know, that you're not looking at a hectic lifestyle. And, and in many ways, there's a lot of things that the geography of the country will not allow it to happen. Cities are so far apart. Yeah. I mean, you, yeah. look at, you look at Los Angeles and from Santa Barbara to San Diego, it's almost become one thing. And wow. if it keeps yeah. expanding... Uh, It'll just swallow up so many cities and everywhere you go, traffic jam and so on and so forth. So it's a beautiful place. And at least for me, every time I come to Australia, it's a sense of relief and a sense of like, wow, what a beautiful place this is. That's great. Yeah. Mm. What, um, actually, I'll just refer to my questions. (laughs) Sorry. Um, yeah, you're saying that Australians have the same need as, as other countries. Um, I know you talk in prisons and you do the, the PEP program and, um, and you've been to some very poor countries, but is there, 
is there a need for peace in just middle Australia, the people that are struggling to pay their bills? And is, is there a place for your message with them as well? Yes, because, you know, we, we, we come in this world. There, there's, there's two things that are forgiven. One, that we were born. And the other one is when one day we have to go. And the drama, trauma, and everything is between those two walls. Mm. And to me, it once you understand the preciousness of life, the preciousness of every day, it only would make sense to understand now how can I take advantage of it to the max? Yeah. And we do that with money. You know, we, we buy two pieces of uh, bread from supermarket, we bring it home, and we want to fix it the best way possible. So we will, you know, put our butter and our marmite and whatever, and so that everything is just right. Why don't we do that with life? What can I do to take advantage of every single day? Mm. And so life isn't just about paying bills. And we see that, that, yes, you have to pay bills, otherwise, you know, they're going to take away your car, your house. And your child may not be going to school. But there's more to it. Yeah. And when there is that balance where you are taking care of your responsibilities, but you're also taking care of the responsibilities to yourself as a human being, somebody who is between those two walls of birth and death, then life takes on another meaning. Yeah. And that meaning becomes so meaningful. And you start to now extract everything. Mm. You know, now it's just, just two pieces of bread. Because, you know, it's like if you're making a sandwich, you could take the two pieces of bread, simply bite on it, then take some butter and throw it in your <laughs> mouth, and then take some Marmite and throw it yeah. in your mouth and try to chew. It just won't have the same sense. Yeah. You're reminding me of Bukowski's um, <laughs> Go All The Way. It's a great poem. I don't know yeah, if you know it or not, yeah. but it's if you're going to do something, go all the way. <laughs> I like and, that. And, and if you're going to live, go all the way. Yeah, yeah. No, it's good. Yeah. So next week you've got um, the, the conference here. Yes. And you've been doing this here for, what, 20 years now? I have lost count. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that, yeah. So what is it that the people that come here for that go away with at the end? You know, uh, sometimes when everything is so close to you, you stop appreciating it. But there's so many people come from around the world. And just to see a wallaby. Yeah. You know, and, and I know for Australians, it's like, ah, there's another one. There are people that just like stop cold and go, wow, look at that wallaby. Look at that cute little creature. And, mm -hmm. I uh, still do that. I'm a, I'm a Kiwi, so I still do that. I did that today. Oh, that's a wallaby. <laughs> and the, the flora and the fauna, and it's just so beautiful. Yeah. And uh, I really feel that Australians are very blessed that they have this magnificent, you know, place called Australia. And it's very, very special. So when all these people come, you know, from England, from America, from South America, I mean, all over the world, it's really a vacation for them. Mm. And not only are they going to be able to take in the nature for the five days, six days that are, they are here, but also learn something about appreciation, yeah. appreciating the life and appreciating what they have, mm. because this world doesn't allow us to do that.
there's no time to slow down and say, a little time for me, please, uh, because it's your life. Mm. That's what happens here, and that's what's been happening here for the last 20 years. Yeah, that's lovely. And I guess our lives do get busy, um, and everyone's a bit stressed. Um, <laughs> I, I look at the, the um, Peace is Possible message, mm. um, and I saw the big um, artwork that's in London, and I just think that's such a beautiful, succinct three words, isn't it? Yes. Um, it sounds beautiful and it looks beautiful, and I imagine that everyone that sees that must go, oh, well, that's hopeful. I'm yeah. glad I saw that in my day. But do you really think that it is possible? Do you think that it's, do you truly believe that we could have a peaceful planet one day? Well, let's take a look at that. That's a, that's a very interesting question because I've thought about this and people have asked me that. Do you really think <laughs> peace is possible? So there are things in this world that happen that make us believe that maybe not. But those things that make us believe maybe not, are they something that dropped out of the sky or are they created by us? And I have looked at it and I see that these are things that are created by us. So that's good news. Because if they're created by us, we can change them. Yeah. And that's where peace is possible. Nice. <laughs> because for the quest for peace comes from within us. Yeah. We have history of war. We don't examine the history of peace. Mm. But there have been longer periods of time of peace in, on this planet Earth than there have been of war. Why do people focus on the negative? Why do we all do that on that big scale that you're talking about or on Facebook posts or whatever it is? There seems to be this... People love, love it, don't they? Yeah. They love piling on something and being angry at something. <laughs> Absolutely. Why? Because if you look at what the nature of good is and the nature of bad is, good is like this. It's like a triangle. It's very small at the top, mm. but has a huge impact. And bad is exactly opposite. It looks really big, but if you keep mm. following it, yeah. It's just a tiny little thing uh, that's driving you crazy. Mm -hmm. But because of the speed we travel at every day, I got to do this, I got to do this. I'm, we ignore the little things. Mm -hmm. Saying I love you to the right person, mm -hmm. your partner, your child, somebody you love, may seem so insignificant at that point but it has a huge reverberation. And the bad, getting angry, and if you keep following that, I mean, it's huge. It's like, it, it, gets you, it gets you going and you're sitting there. And hours after that, justifying it and justifying it and justifying it and justifying it, even though you feel horrible. Mm. And if you keep following it, it was a little thing that made you angry. Mm -hmm. So bad things are hard to miss because the way they come at us, yeah. good things are easy to miss because mm -hmm. they're so small. And that's why I think if you look at so many books that have been written out there, the idea is slow down so you don't miss that. 
Because yeah. you're missing important things. Yes. The little kindnesses. The little kindness. Yeah. The little beauties. The yeah. little little yeah. things that can have a huge impact on our life. How do you get everyone to slow down when our lives are all geared to be fast and we've got appointments and we've got our phones and everyone's tapped into this bigger thing all the time? How on earth? That's a big gig that you've got. <laughs> <laughs> well, what I have found is that if we focus on you, me, Mm. Socrates a long time ago said, know thyself. What does that mean? Know yourself. We know our phone, do we know ourselves? We know our responsibilities, but do we know ourselves? We, we know what we should be doing, but do we know ourselves? And the thing is, <clears throat> you can have a lovely map, and most detailed map you can possibly imagine, but if you don't know where you are on that map, how are you going to get wherever you want to go? Mm. And that's what knowing yourself is about. And once you start knowing yourself and understanding who you are, you start to see the relationship of everything around you. That today we, today we go and we will smile to a stranger. We'll give a stranger a smile and good morning. And at home, to our own kids, you're late. What's wrong with you? <laughs> if this is, this is what we call a successful life, I'm afraid that's not very successful. Yeah. You know, we, we don't look at report cards, only our kids' report cards, but we don't look at report cards. Mm. And we don't say, what have I been doing? Where am I at today? What, do I get an F? You know? I mean, try, try explaining the world situation to an alien. Just imagine somebody drops oh. out of the sky. That's right. Uh, you know, by the way, we have plenty of food and we have the most complex distribution system ever known to anyone and any generation. But, oh yeah, by the way, there's millions that go hungry. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like, it's what? Are you crazy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the good news is that we can fix these things. And even our busy life, we can get some sense out of it. Because am I being dragged into this or is this my conscious decision? Am I walking into this or am I being dragged in? There's a very big difference. To do something because you want to do it. And to do something because you feel you are obligated to do it. The reality is never going to change. You were born one day, one day you have to go. Mm -hmm. And between these two walls is this beautiful thing called life. And the thing is, to even understand that, you will. When you get really close to that wall, you'll get it. Because mm. I've seen that wow. since I was a little yeah. kid. Really? Yes, I've seen mm -hmm. that. That those people look back and go, oh my God, one more day. Mm. Is there anything I can do? And in fact, just day before yesterday, I was talking to a person. And they're very ill. They wanted to meet me, so, of course. And that's, can any, now I get it, Aww. you know, and can anything change? And I'm sitting there telling him, nothing needs to change, you're still alive, and so far you're still alive, you've got it. You know, don't give up on it yet. Mm -hmm. It hasn't given up on you, don't give up on it. That's what life is. Mm -hmm.
You mentioned your childhood. It's it, it, it sounds like you had a quite an extraordinary childhood. Not yes, many people on this planet would have experienced. Well, at four years, I was already talking about peace to people. Wow! Getting up on the stage, telling people that things. in itself is extraordinary. Like, well, it, where it, did it that happened. inspiration come from? Well, it came from within me. Mm-hmm. I felt that. That there was something more than just the drama and the games and the everything else. That everything was bigger than I could have perceived at that time. And I liked it. I liked it that it was beautiful. You know, a lot of people can go into what is it mm-hmm. that was. But to me, it wasn't like I could figure out what it was. So it was like, I love the idea of peace. And if somebody was to ask me why, I couldn't tell them why. But I was enamored with peace. But what would you say to people at age four? What, 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 did, what, what did you want people to know? And were you there with someone else? Were you there with your father or someone else? Or were you compelled to... Do well, I, I would, a lot of times I would start speaking and then people would hear the little <laughs> child's voice on the Aww. PA system and everybody would gather and then my father would come and, wow. and, 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 and talk to them about it. Wow. But what I was telling people is not much different than what I say today. Wow. That this is your life. Yeah. You have been given an opportunity. This is a gift that you have been given. And the possibilities of all the possibilities that are that are possible, mm. one of them is that you can have peace in your life. Because mm. I still believe that. I mean, it's not even a belief. I know that. I know that. I've experienced it. My mate bought a toaster. We go through celebrities' Amazon purchase histories so you don't have to. Keep calm and love Dom Jolly novelty key ring yeah, and fridge that. magnets. Yeah, I love that. The G-spot. <laughs> the good vibrations, guys. Green dot laser sight rifle gun scope. I've bought that quite a lot of times, I think. Right, okay. The sex doctor's guide to keeping it hot. Ah, oh, interesting. Did another child come along nine months later? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Loads of great apps up now and new ones dropping every Monday. That's My Mate Bought a Toaster from Great Big Al. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Thank you.
So what else do you remember about your childhood? Do you have normal childhood memories of playing? And uh, Four years ago, I went to my town where I grew up. And a lot of my friends came. And one of the things they did was they brought pictures, school pictures with them. And um, just looking at those pictures brought back a lot of memories. Wow. Because it was, I remember every holiday that we would have, every day off, some place there was an event happening. And I would be off, packed off. Wow. <laughs> okay, here we go. Yeah. Uh, last day of school would be exams in the morning. Then you kind of say goodbye to everybody because you will be in the next class. And as soon as the exams would end, before even I had an opportunity to say goodbye to anybody, I'd be in a car and we're driving off. And the car would come somewhere. packed with a, yeah, because there's an event that's wow. going to happen. And it was so different that there I am and I'm talking to a thousand, ten thousand, twenty thousand, thirty thousand people and doing one tour after another tour, another place, another wow. place, another place. Whilst everybody's having summer vacation or yeah. winter vacation, I'm out there, you know. Uh, and then I would then I would come back and next day I'm sitting in the class. I'm sitting where the audience is sitting, the teacher is sitting there trying to knock some sense into me, you know, like, okay, get the math here and get the English here. And it was such a role reversal. Gosh. It's like, wow, you know. But Did you love it though? Did you love that? At first, no. First it was just like, whoa, this is different, you know. And then after it was like, you get used to it. Yeah. You know. And Wait, uh, because you would have to love traveling if you're perpetually doing it all the time which you seem to have been a lot. You know, um, I would almost like to say that, but in India, in those days, cars didn't have air conditioning. Right. And I remember going places where it, the, the road was so, that the heat was so intense that the road would melt during the afternoon. Oh. So you couldn't park your car on the road. You had to park it off the road. Gosh. Because then in the evenings, it would get just cool enough where the car would be stuck. You try to drive away, the tires would stay, <laughs> and the car would move, and you would have four flats. Okay. So you had to manage everything. And I remember I went to one place. It was so hot, trying to sleep at night, and had to order these large blocks of ice, put that underneath the bed, and then spray the bed with water oh, to get gosh. any coolness. Wow. Because it was just unbelievably hot. So it was tough. It was very, very tough to yeah. travel. When you're eating in the car, you're, you're, and, and this is all there was. Um, but, but it didn't stop that desire to keep traveling. No, no. <laughs> and adventuring and going to new places. And then and, and, and really the, the crux of it was to just talk to the people. Wow. And, what keeps you doing that now? You know, what keeps you getting up every day and doing this? It's that... It may appear very tiny, but the consequences are very big. Mm. When you can bring a smile to somebody's face, because you have the ability to. When you can cause somebody to think. When you can bring some, some sense of relief to a person. Not everybody has that. 
You know, there are people who can sing. I can't sing. There are people who can sing, and they can sing beautifully. And they bring something mm. to that person. There are people who can play piano, this magnificent violin, magnificent paintings. Everybody has a gift. Mine just happens to be that I can bring something, contemplation, thought about peace, a reality about life. And what good would it be if Mozart never wrote, you know? And if somebody was to truly ask him, why do you do this? Could the answer just be as simple as, because I enjoy it? Because it's nice. It's great. Because I like it. And it's no different for me. And I, I think the Dalai Lama says to us, if you want to be happy, make other people happy. <laughs> yes, there is that. Yeah. It's kind of what you're saying as well. Yeah, it's, it's, it's that, that Egyptian mythology where at the very end you will, you know, going through whatever you have to go through, you will finally reach the gate and there'll be somebody standing there and they'll ask you two questions. And that one is, did you find peace? And the second is, did you help others find peace? Mm. And if you could say yes to both, you get to come. Through you go. <laughs> nice. You're a great storyteller. <laughs> I guess you've been practicing for a long time. Oh, I was always and, fascinated and collecting with stories. Collecting stories wherever you go. Yes, because stories is such an ancient art form yeah. of explaining, mm. you know, and Aborigines have these incredible stories. It's mm. so fascinating. And yeah. again, just, it's, it's brilliant. It's a formula that just works, mm. you know, and you take a little mind that's growing and you can't teach them a formula edgewise, tell them a story. Mm. And they'll remember it for the rest of yeah, their lives. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so true. And so many cultures. Yes, Every absolutely. culture has the stories. Mm, it's nice. Have we got more time? Are we, are we good? His time. Oh, He's got nothing to do, oh, do you? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I just want to check my questions. Sorry, oh, yeah, sure. No, so no, no, worries, no worries. Um, run past you. When I got up this morning, I... Do you, you know, some of the prisons that you've been to and things that must be just really horrific um, and sad places to go, has there ever been a, a place that you've been where you've just thought, oh, this is a really tough gig? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I, I the first encounter that I felt like, wow, was when I went to South Africa. Mm. I went to Zonderwater Prison, and I cannot express to you the feeling, you know, the, 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 the sharpness of the wires, mm -hmm. the barbed fences, the stations with machine guns, and the, 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 the officers walking around in their uniform. It was just like, oh, my God, you know. And so difficult. You know, and, I, and, and I guess prison is not a hotel, mm. and so they're not trying to make it comfortable for anybody. And 
the 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 whole contrast is there I am going in there and I'm not going to entertain them. That's not, I can't do that and I don't want to do that. But I'm going in there to talk to them about peace in the most violent environment, mm. contained to boot. And you, you look at the thirst for peace you look at the thirst to, to somehow make sure that they never come back there again. Wow. It's so sad. <laughs> it is. It is. It really is. But I tell them, you know, I cannot help you get out of this prison. Mm. And I'm not the judge who brought you here. But I'm here to free you, to give you a freedom just like the bird and when i was talking to in one of the one of the prisons a bird had flown into the compound and it sat there and sang for a little while and then oh, it flew away perfect timing right perfect timing you did yeah. not on that. on on clue <laughs> on clue and i just said just like that bird oh. that the bars could not keep yeah you too can be that bird and find your freedom mm even within these bars. Wow. And the thing is that contemplation, you know, after coming from one of those places, and it's just, you know, you feel sorry for them. You feel like, wow, you know, just like, what a, what a deal. Mm. <laughs> but then you realize that we too are behind bars, mm. even though we don't see our bars, but we have bars, mm. things that limit us, things that curtail our freedom. And uh, we're in a prison too. Now, the prison they're in, they get three square meals. For three square meals for us, we have to work on it. <laughs> <laughs> and the level of security they have is far superior to anything that we will wow. ever get at home. Oh, yeah. But still, we don't think we are free. Mm. They don't think they're free. Sometimes we think we are free. And sometimes they wish they were free. But whether you are free or not, it's really your heart telling you, mm. are you free? Do you see an instant result when you're talking to these people? Oh, yeah. Or do you oh, come back a year later and see the result? Oh, no, no, no. It's in the they, room. With they, you get with, as, they, yeah, get so they get good. it. They get 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 it. It's so I was, powerful and yeah, I was, but I was just in the two prisons, uh, one in uh, Metro Dade and one in um, Los Angeles, mm -hmm. Twin Towers. Both very, very intense prisons. Mm, this is the one you were telling me about. Yeah. And when I went to the Metro Dade, in fact, what happened was that uh, the day I was going to go there, yeah. uh, the water mains broke. And so they went to lockdown and I couldn't come. And nothing was scheduled after that for me to be able to go back. And I had to go for my uh, helicopter training. It's a five-day training you have to do every year. Yeah. And I'm sitting there going, yeah, I got to go back there. I just have to. So I had to reshuffle some dates because I was coming through Fiji and so on and so yeah. forth. So I went from my training and I went to uh, Florida, did that event, then came to Los Angeles and then hopped on to L.A. and Fiji. And, mm. you know, here I was. But... It was so special. And when I was talking 
they were just, they, there was this one gentleman and it was just like, yes. And they, all of a sudden they just go completely interactive, you know. And so I asked a question and like giving the answers. Oh, and, wow. Because they're getting it. They're yes. getting it. They're getting yeah. it. What an, an incredible gift that you have then to be able to go and do that and, and see that. Everybody has a gift. They have yeah. a gift too. Yeah. They have a gift too. You know, and I was, this is one of the things I was explaining to them. It's like, look, there's a rule. And the rule is, if you bring one lit candle and one unlit candle together, mm -hmm. this is the rule. The unlit candle won't put out the lit candle, <laughs> but the lit candle yeah. will light the yeah, unlit that's candle. Right. Mm -hmm. I said, that's... Mm -hmm. That's what you have to become. You have to become a lit candle. Mm. And so many of the inmates who are going through the peace education program, mm. then after they graduate from it, they actually end up becoming facilitators for yeah. other people. For well, officially or just as they go? No, no, no. Officially, they officially. They, it's oh, like, really? yeah, yeah. Wow. Oh, no, within the prison. Oh, within the prison. Within right, the yes. prison and even outside. A lot of them are there for a long time and some have given up all hope. Some of them are there for life. Yeah. And the reason, like, do you think, um, you know, it's a fact that there's a huge um, population in some of those big prisons. Obviously something's broken somewhere that has led them to be in prison yeah. on, in such great numbers. Is peace something that can solve that problem as well? Yes, because... <laughs> I think the number must be something like 95% of them say, if we had this On the outside. outside, I'd not be here. Yeah. And they plead with us, take this to our families. Yeah. This is the gift they want to make, send from prison to their families so that they will not end up walking the same path mm. and end up in these mm. prisons. It's very good. There's hope, mm. you know, it's, 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 it's some, it's, that's what we need. Mm. You know, there's a lot of craziness in this world. Mm. And how many prisons have you taken the program to now? Well, it's, it's going to. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's incredible. But it's not just <clears throat> in prisons. The veterans coming from the war. Yeah. Have been going through it. Because they come home, they're totally devastated. Mm. You know, there is no tinker parade for them. It's like they, they realize this. they're coming to a country in which people don't even have any sense of, of what just they, what mm. they went through. Mm. And um, they're devastated. And they're going through peace education program mm. in England and in Zondrawater. In, I mean, in South Africa, it's destined to go to every single prison. And people see, people see the difference. And this all got picked up by uh, University of San Antonio, Texas. Because in San Antonio, the peace education program was happening. And the university is very interested in monitoring all the programs. And they looked at all the programs. And they looked at all the statistics. And they said, this program has the least rate of return. Mm. What's going on? So I ended up going there to, to San Antonio and talking to all the professors and so on and so forth. And the, and the professor said, uh, this was actually on the second trip, he said, I get it. 
I think I get it. Your message is about you. Not, not about me, but about you, about the individual. Know thyself. Mm. No other program addresses that. Mm-hmm. Because when the inmates come, they're blaming everybody else. Yeah. Oh, my family got me here. The judge got me here. The police got me here. The this got me here. Mm-hmm. The dad got me here. But they're not looking at themselves. Mm. And this program causes them to look at themselves. And as soon as they start looking at themselves, the transformation begins. A few pennies begin. drop. <laughs> Too many pennies <laughs> drop, I think. <laughs> oh, but that's so the many. power of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's very nice. It's great. One more question. I was, I was told that you like food. Like a bit of a foodie. Well, I, yes, I do. Absolutely, I do. Do you, do you cook? Or, or yes, yes, really? I do. Yes. What things do you cook? <laughs> I like to, <clears throat> well, I know a few basics, so that's one thing. But I like to innovate, invent. What can I do? What? How can I take a dish and... and, 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 and make it your own. Make it my own. <laughs> So I'll tell you a little story. This is a cute little story. There's a person in South Africa, a very dear friend of mine. And so she comes to me one day and she goes, Prem, you got to help me. I said, what? She says, I've, got, I've joined this club. It's a cooking club. And I don't know anything about cooking. And I've got to submit a dish. So I, 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 I realized what was going to happen here that she was asking me to cook something. So I said, okay, I'll make you a dish. So, of course, I made her the dish and sent it to her, and uh, she entered it with her name. (laughs) And she won. She won the first prize. (laughs) People were eating it going, oh, my God, you know, what is the recipe (gasps) behind it? Of course, she didn't know. Oh, whoops. <laughs> so I, I know, and she told me that, and I said, well, now you have to learn how to cook. Yeah, you know? yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that cooking is very nice because I think everybody should be aware of what they're putting in their mouth. Yeah. You know, and, and, and since God has given the ability to taste, let's put something together that, that's truly unique, that's you, your, your signature, that mm-hmm. you can do. Mm-hmm. And um, make it happen. And, and because I was born in India, um, I really see that there's no limit. So I can use spices and different things and yeah. use them in, pla- in places where nobody would think of using them. So good. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it just changes the whole dynamics. What do you eat when you're here? Do you have oh. special things flown in? Or like a, no, do you I, cook here? Or do you yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff? I'd like to grill. No, no, ah, the girl, you. yes, <laughs> yeah, I, I just, no. it's, it's wonderful to grill. Mm. Give the nice smokiness. Yeah, and, yeah. And create Temple. different marinades for the yeah. vegetables and Lovely. different things. And, yeah. you know, put a little bit of Indian garam masala in it and then yeah. it, it gets onto the grill. Garam masala in pretty much every second <laughs> dish I make. <laughs> yeah, and then so there good. is the antifidosta, the hing. Oh, and it's a sap from a tree, a special tree. And it's, it's the key ingredient in some of the Indian cooking. And if you go to an Indian store, you can get it. What's it called? Anti? Antifidosta. And it's, it's very strong smell, but when you cook with it. What's it like? Oh, I, I cannot describe it. 
Ooh. It 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 the aroma that it imparts into the food. It's just absolutely. Oh. <laughs> and uh, the Hindi name for it is hing. Okay. H i n g. Okay. Hing. Hmm. And uh, you just need it ever so tiny bit. Do you it's have very, very do you strong. travel some, or do you just wait, have to wait till you? No, no, no. We travel. Yeah. We travel, so. <laughs> Essentials <laughs> are required. <laughs> we don't have a very vast culinary marketplace in in Brisbane and Ipswich. It's things. growing. It's grow. It is it's definitely growing. growing. Yes. There's some wonderful yeah. places around. It's yeah. a little bit, you know, off a drive, but mm. incredible cheeses. Yeah. Yeah. And handcrafted cheese. Yes, I mean, that's true. really, yeah. really exquisite yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, all the food scene in Australia seems to be really coming out of the major productions and yeah. getting into more smaller handcrafted yeah. stuff. Yeah, and that's definitely. just wonderful. Yeah, the taste is amazing. Some beautiful little enterprises starting up, um, connecting. With farmers and things like that. You know, yeah, that's just lovely. Things. The farmers need all the help yeah. they can get because they're so important to us. Mm-hmm. They really are. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you, thank you. It's a pleasure <laughs> talking to you. Thank you so much for listening to Life's Essentials with Prem Rawat. Make sure you subscribe. Next week's episode sees Prem in Malaysia being interviewed by some fabulous radio hosts. It's an absolute belter. Don't miss it. In the meantime, have a great week and we'll see you next time. Join myself and my friend Philippa Dunn each week for our podcast, We Heart Worry, a show about cars and their engines. Obviously not. It's a show where we talk about our fears, our worries and our anxieties in a bid to help you with yours. And we just have a laugh as well. So join us. There's nothing to be scared of. I promise. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.